0: Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, we'll get the injury news, a look at Monday's stars, uh, some value plays, DFS recommendations, and we're going we're to take a look at some big-name slow starters uh, and see whether or not uh, we should really be worried about their slow starts. But let's start with Indians pitcher Mike Clevenger getting bounced from his next start because he was out with teammate Zach Plesac in Chicago. Uh, it looked bad enough when Piesack, uh got busted by his team and sent back to to Cleveland uh, for going out and violating uh, the rules and procedures in place to deal with the coronavirus, uh, only to find out that Clevenger was with him, and and flew back uh, with the team, uh, potentially exposing uh, teammates. So, not not an ideal situation, obviously for Cleveland. And now two fifths of their starting rotation is sitting out for. Uh, at least their next starts, and you know we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, given the situation, say, with a team like St. Louis, where you see uh, everything has gone haywire and, and what had happened in Miami earlier, this seems a little careless um, for anybody to be behaving in such a manner. Uh, moving on, uh, Giants starting pitcher Jeff Samarja has landed on the injury list uh, with rotator cuff inflammation, and Samarja's off to a tough start. Uh, and I'm also going to point out that Madison Bumgarner is on the injury list with a back injury. And this, this will segue into our uh, segment here on slow starters. Uh, guys who are uh, maybe expected to do uh, some good things this year and, and haven't. And maybe Samarja isn't one of those guys, but Bumgarner was reasonably considered uh, that. And, and so far, he has a 9.35 ERA in Arizona with a 1.56 whip, only 6.75 strikeouts per nine. Uh, his strikeout rate is down, his walk rate is up. The real trouble for Baumgartner is he's not leaving anyone on base. His uh, left-on-base rate is 56.6%. And he's giving up more fly balls, more hard-hit balls, and has a higher home run fly ball rate, coincidentally enough, uh, at 21.2%. His career rate uh, is around 10.4%. So you're looking at more than twice as many fly balls are are leaving the yard uh, for Baumgartner right now. And the, the real trouble seems to be his fastball velocity velocity is way down. Uh, from 91.4 miles an hour to 87.8 miles per hour, uh, he's practically throwing batting practice. And, and so now Bumgarner goes to the injured list with some back trouble, uh, but whenever he comes back, uh, he needs to find a way to, to add some MPHs to that uh, fastball because 87.8 uh, probably isn't going to cut it. Now, so uh, let's continue with uh, some more big names uh, that are off to slow starts. And start with Cody Bellinger here uh, of the Dodgers, who has two home runs, six RBIs, 11 runs scored, one stolen base, and he's hitting 176 so far. Uh, He only has a 182 batting average on balls in play, uh, so that's uh, likely to get better, of course. Uh, His strikeout rate, though, is down. Uh, His home run fly ball rate, of course, is is also down uh, 8.7%. It was 24.6% last season. So... He's making softer contact in terms of hard hit balls and, and medium and, and soft uh, contact, but really Bellinger's underlying numbers are okay, uh, and so you would expect uh, improvement. I mean, he's not going to hit 176 all year, uh, but I think you can uh, not get into real panic mode uh, when you see the underlying numbers for Bellinger. The, the percentages are just likely to get better. Uh, Cleveland shortstop Francisco Lindor does have three home runs and nine RBIs, but he hasn't stolen a base. Has six runs scored and hitting two twenty one. I mean, Bellinger and Lindor are, you know, two of the, you know, elite uh, players coming into the season in terms of fantasy, and you know, you, they would have been first round picks. Uh, Lindor is a two thirty five batting average on balls in play. Uh, his strikeout rate is a little bit higher and his walk rate's a little bit lower, but neither of those is a major concern. Uh, and he has. Isn't making quite as much hard contact, but again, this is, it's not dramatically worse than where he was a year ago. Now, the one concern may be that Lindor is not stealing bases um, because his fantasy value is somewhat hinged on the fact that he can, can hit, but also uh, steal you some bases. And, and so that is you know, the one area in which I'd have some concern with Lindor. Uh, all the others seem to be off by just a little bit and, uh, compared to where he was a year ago. Uh, Boston Red Sox third baseman, Raphael Devers, uh, has two home runs, three RBIs, eight runs scored, and is hitting 175. Now, he's striking out at nearly twice the rate of last season, uh, but when Devers does make contact, he's still making hard contact. Uh, he's swinging a little more at pitches out of the zone, uh, but not to the degree that you would expect such paltry production. Uh, I, I think if you look at uh, Devers' You know again, he's not going to hit 175 all year, uh, but only uh, three RBIs also sort of jumps out, and, and obviously he can't control everything that goes into RBIs, but uh, I think we can expect uh, better things from him because he, he is still making hard contact. He just needs uh, needs to make more contact than he has been so far. Uh, and one more uh, hitter. Uh, Gleber Torres, the Yankees, has one home run, two RBIs, four run score, and is hitting just 157. He has a 179 batting average on balls in play. But virtually all of Torres' percentages, walk, percent, walk rate, uh, strikeout rate, and home run fly ball rate, are all in line with where he was last season when he was a 38 home run uh, hitting Dynamo shortstop. So, you know, don't worry uh, too much. Uh, about the the results here from Gleiber-Torres. And in fact, in the cases of Torres and Rafael Devers, these are opportunities uh, for you to go uh, and and pick them up from from owners who, who might be panicking about those those early results. And it doesn't mean, you know, oh, they're definitely going to be uh, great, but they're surely going to be better than they have been. Now, a couple of pitchers uh, to, to join Madison Bumgarner on the, on the list of early disappointments. And we'll go with Walker Bueller of the Dodgers. Uh his ERA is only 4.40, and his whip is 1.05. So this isn't Walker a disaster, but he came in with much higher expectations. Uh, his strikeout rate is down, it's about 7.5 strikeouts per nine. His walk rate is way up, over five uh, per nine innings. Um, his fly ball rate uh, is way up. His home run rate is way up. And he's strangely, he's, he's struggling with every pitch, uh, except his fastball, even though his velocity is, is down a bit. Uh, so it doesn't look like velocity is the real concern for Bueller. Um, but uh, certainly control uh, seems to be if the walk rate is as high as it is, and that is leading to, to some problems because Bueller is you know, not striking out nearly as many and he's walking way, way more. Uh, and one more, uh, Minnesota Twins uh, starter Jose Barrios, uh, who I quite liked coming into the season, and he's had a rough start uh, early on, uh, has a 5.31 ERA 1.52 whip. Uh, 7.5 strikeouts per nine. His strikeout rate is down. Walk rate is up. He's getting hit really hard, uh, a 50% hard hit rate uh, for Barrios, uh, And his soft hit rate is only 7.8%. It's like no, no one makes soft contact on Jose Barrios this year. He, even last year, his, his soft hit rate was 19.4%. So down to 7.8% uh, means almost everybody, when they connect on a Jose Barrios pitch, is connecting with some, with some power. Uh, and his velocity, uh, oddly enough is up, uh, but his fastball is getting crushed. So this seems to speak to location issues for Barrios. Uh, it would seem fixable. You know, it seems much easier to, to find location if you have the velocity in the first place, as opposed to trying to add velocity that, that might not be there. But, uh, until, until he does fix that problem, uh, it could lead to some troubling results. Uh, few more uh, injury updates now as we move on, uh, and we'll start with New York Mets uh, losing another starting pitcher. Now, Marcus Stroman hasn't pitched for them yet this year, but now he has opted out of uh, the 2020 season, which uh, leaves the Mets uh, scrambling. You know they've, they've already lost Noah Syndergaard to Tommy John surgery. Uh, Stroman now opts out. Uh, Michael Waka landed on the injured list this week. Uh, it's getting uh, a little lean behind Jacob deGrom uh, in the Mets rotation. Uh, National starting pitcher Max Scherzer is cleared to start uh, on Tuesday after leaving his last start with a strained hamstring. Obviously good news for the Nationals. Uh, Scherzer uh, is one of the top, say, handful of pitchers in baseball, uh, so long as he's healthy. And usually he is. Uh, Any uh, starts he's missed kind of in the past few years are uh, really the first starts he's missed in his career. Um, White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson also expected to return to the lineup on Tuesday. Uh, That's a Good situation for the White Sox, obviously. Anderson's a productive hitter, top of the order. And and so we will move on. Coming up next, a look at some Monday stars, some matchups that we can exploit on Tuesday, and some DFS tips to help you set your lineups. If you're feeling stressed about whether this fantasy baseball season is going to successfully make it to the end, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. They have a wide selection of tinctures, gummies, topicals, capsules, and sleep aids. They even have pet products if your pet is worried about the fate of the 2020 Major League Baseball season. And to even make it easier, CBDMD is offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. You can find them at cbdmd.com. That's cbdmd.com. And use promo code LockedOnMLB to add some mellow to your life. Now, Monday night was a, a big night for offense in Major League Baseball, so we had a lot of players who had impressive performances. We'll get started with Oakland A's third baseman, Matt Chapman. It was three for five, scored three runs, drove in six, and had two home runs in a 10-9 loss at the Angels. A terrific performance from Chapman, and it couldn't quite uh, prevent uh, the A's from losing for the first time in 13 games. Uh, and the reason for that, is on the other side of the field. Uh, Angels center fielder Mike Trout was four for five with three runs scored, three RBIs, and hit two home runs in a 10-9 win uh, against Oakland. Uh, Trout, uh, obviously, (laughs) a a day like this comes as no surprise, uh, but he has been extra hot uh, since returning to the Angels uh, after the birth of his son. Bryce Harper, Philadelphia Phillies, was two for three with three runs scored, three RBIs, and a home run in a 13-8 win against Atlanta in support of Philly starter Aaron Nola. And so it was a 13-8 win, but Aaron Nola, uh, who started for the Phillies, went eight innings, gave up two hits, one walk, one run, and struck out 10 before the bullpen coughed it up. Not entirely, but uh, gave up a bunch of runs uh, to the Braves. Nationals, uh, third baseman, Azdrubal Cabrera, was four for four, had three runs, five RBIs, two home runs, in a 16-4 route of the New York Mets. Uh, Cabrera's teammate Juan Soto is three for four, three run score, three RBIs and a home run uh, against the Mets. Uh, Cabrera is a, a very useful uh, major leaguer, can play a bunch of positions and and doesn't necessarily have to start every day uh, where, and can be productive at the plate. Soto is you know a potential MVP candidate if he's healthy and uh, a, a rising star uh, in the sport. Uh, Arizona's Kettle Marte was 4 for 6, three runs scored, one RBI, and a 12 8 win at Colorado. Uh, Tampa Bay's Manuel Margot, 4 for 4, two runs scored, one RBI, and a stolen base, and an 8 7 win at Boston. Colorado outfielder Charlie Blackman, 4 for 5, three runs scored, one RBI, and a 12 9 loss to Arizona. Uh, a pitcher. Whoa, refreshing change. Uh, Lance McCullers of the Astros, seven innings, one hit, no walks, no earned runs, struck out five in a 6-4 win against San Francisco. Uh, that probably says something about the San Francisco lineup, but also uh, credit to McCullers because he had had a couple of rough starts to, to open the season. So this one a bit more reflective of, of the high end upside he possesses. Uh, and, you know what, Dylan Moore, uh, playing right field for Seattle. It was three for four, three runs scored, three RBIs, hit a home run, and a 10-2 win at Texas. You're going to keep hearing a lot about Dylan Moore from me, uh, because as we're looking for value, uh, he's a guy who can provide it. Uh, so let's move on from, from Monday's stars to a couple of matchups you might want to target on Tuesday. Uh, one, Kansas City, uh, Chris Bubich. Uh, rookie pitchers, plus 165 at Cincinnati's Luis Castillo. Uh, Castillo obviously much more proven, uh, but he's also had a bit of a rough start to this season, Uh, whereas Bubich has made two major league starts and has generally been quite impressive uh, through those two starts. And so to get him as a pretty pricey underdog because he's not that well known and the Royals um, are mediocre at best, but at that price, it's worth a look on Chris Bubic And then, uh, I would consider uh, Oakland, uh, Mike Fires plus 120 at the LA Angels and Dylan Bundy. The Angels snapped uh, Oakland's 12-game winning streak uh, in dramatic fashion on Monday night, but getting Oakland as an underdog these days uh, is worth, worth keeping an eye on. Uh, and now let's shift to daily fantasy recommendations uh, for Tuesday. I'll start with uh, Boston Red Sox uh, starting pitcher Martin Perez, just $6,100 against Tampa Bay. Perez does have a 3.45 ERA uh, in his three starts. His 1.34 whip is so-so. Better than usual for him, but so-so. And again, this is going up against a raised lineup that isn't great, so getting Perez at that price, uh, you might get uh, some decent value. Tigers catcher Austin Romine, just $2,800 against Chicago White Sox. Romine isn't a huge hitter uh, for his career, but he's a right-handed hitter uh, who's hitting .286 this season. Uh, And he's facing White Sox left-hander Gio Gonzalez. Eligible at first and second base, Jake Cronenworth of San Diego is only $2,300 at the Dodgers and Ross Stripling. Cronenworth is 11 for 32, hitting .344 to start his career. And and honestly, at that price, at $2,300, as long as Cronenworth is in the lineup uh, for the Padres, he should be in your lineup as well. Uh, Shortstop uh, for Baltimore, Jose Iglesias is just $3,200 at Philadelphia's Zach Wheeler. Iglesias missed some time with injury. Uh, but he's hitting 405, and seven of his 13 hits this year are doubles, uh, and at 3,200 bucks, pretty good price, and, and Wheeler's a good starter, obviously, for Philadelphia, but uh, Iglesias can can light him up for another double, it would seem possible. I will continue uh, touting Seattle. Uh, utility man Dylan Moore, uh, eligible at third base and outfield. He's $3,900 uh, at Texas and Mike Minor. Uh, Moore, so far, has a uh, an OPS of 1077, has four home runs, three stolen bases in 12 games. Um, you know, as long, as long as they keep putting him in the lineup and he keeps producing, continue to plug him into your daily fantasy lineup or grab him in season-long fantasy because his positional versatility uh, to go with that production is pretty pretty useful. Uh, one more, uh, Tigers outfielder, Jacoby Jones. We've been banging the drum on Jones for a little bit now. And, and he's $2,900 against the White Sox. Uh, and Gio Gonzalez on DraftKings. Jones has five home runs, has an OPS of 1177. And, you know, maybe he's he's going to come down to earth. And in fact, I'm sure he will. He won't have an 1177 OPS by, by season's end, but uh, ride while he's hot. And the production has been there lately from Jacoby Jones. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more fantasy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, fire it off to baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now, please tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe. And stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.